I don't think that it's ever been this hard. <laughs> I am like kind of at my edge right now. I thought it was hard before and maybe I'm just forgetting, but it feels really hard now and not in a way that I expected. Mainly, I thought I had the drive and the get up and go and the like love the hustle. I don't love the hustle. Right now, I do not love the hustle. I used to love the hustle. I used to be good at the hustle. Now, no. No hustle. Left brain, right brain. I'm so used to working every single day of the week. Weekends mean nothing to me anymore. I think art and commerce, business and creativity, productivity and beauty can integrate. I'm excited when I get excited. I just want to dig in. Everyone is born creative. Artist CEO. It's taking so much more time than I ever imagined to make this dream come true. Hey man, I'm just faking it till I make it. Hi, welcome back to Artist CEO. Last time, you heard Shannon's triumph and introspection after performing in Laughing Wild while running her business. This week, we're going to see if being an artist CEO was worth it. I don't want to do it. I don't want to think about it. I don't want to wake up to do it tomorrow. I could give a f about this business right now. That's how I feel. It's a few weeks after the show. Shannon is getting ready for bed. It's late, and she has to wake up really early tomorrow to go to an event called Creative Mornings. Do I want to just go back to being a freelance writer? Maybe some of the time, maybe the rest of the time, I'll, I don't know, go into gardening? Yes. Maybe it's time for a career change. Maybe I'll have an early midlife crisis. Maybe I wasn't cut out to be an artist. Maybe I don't like running a business. Maybe I'm full of bullshit. All of those things are there. But the biggest one is, this is like really not fun anymore. And I'm still doing it. She's doing it. The networking, the schmoozing, the sales and meetings. This is mile 17. You know, mile 17. The part in a marathon where you're too far in to quit but you definitely can't see the finish line. I just feel like, is this gonna work? I don't know, I don't know what else to do. I feel like I don't have a lot left to dig deep into. I feel jaded. And I, it's not even about being burnt out. I'm, I'm not burnt out in the fatigue sense. I'm, I'm like, over it. I just feel like the juice is gone and I wake up every day and I'm passionate about what the vision is and I believe in it and yet somehow I also I'm asking myself if I'm done. Like maybe this has been a really great experiment but the conclusion is made, you know? I mean, you can keep trying but maybe being a CEO and a working artist is not possible. Maybe running a business based in truth is not possible. <laughs> but she isn't giving up. It just feels like 
Everything is rearranging. What used to work doesn't work anymore. It's time to change. I have to keep opening up to possibilities, so I have to be open that maybe after all this business won't make it and my art career won't happen, but you know what? I still believe in it. That's the spirit. Look, I need to freaking get to bed. I have to wake up very, 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 very early. But I'm going to say this last bit, which is I'm committed to doing this and really doing this to the end of the year. I'm doing my best. Sometimes it's not very much. And I am humble before people who are impressive with their output and discipline. Right now, not one of those people. But what I can say is every day I wake up and I try to do it better than I did the day before and I try to make it when I can. Every day I try to meditate and write and exercise and move my business forward and move my art forward and serve the world and some days I do a little bit of all those things, and some days I do a lot of one thing and not anything of the other. Some days I feel like I hit my mark, and other days I fall incredibly short, and I guess that's all I've got. I guess that's all I can do. I want to quit all the time, and I don't. And tomorrow morning, when I would rather sleep in till 8 o'clock, because it's 11.30 p.m., Instead, I'm going to wake up at 5.30 so that I have plenty of time to meditate for a half an hour. And then I'm going to get in my car and I'm going to drive to San Francisco and I'm going to park and I'm going to get in a room full of a bunch of people who will probably end up being very nice and very inspiring. And I'm going to listen to someone talk about alternative ways to do good in the world. To run a business that has a mission, to run a nonprofit that's profitable, and alternative ways of making a difference. All I can say is, God, I hope it's worth it. So does this mean the play wasn't worth it? I don't think so. It's just that it's hard to run a business. You think you have it figured out, but you really have just one phase of it figured out, and you're forced to transform again. Hello, everyone. We're going to take a quick sponsor break to tell you about Zola. So Zola is the easiest way to plan your wedding and to register for your gifts and create a wedding website. Let me tell you about it. Zola takes the stress out of wedding planning because they've got a free wedding website, creating your dream wedding registry, affordable save the dates and invitations, and really easy to use planning tools. So what you're gonna start with is your free wedding website. It's so easy, it just takes minutes to set up because they've got all of these beautiful templates that are just like plug in your info, your story, your whatever, and then, you know, connect your registry to it. 
because people are going to want to buy you gifts and you want them to buy the gifts that you want them to buy because you don't need an extra toaster. You've already got one, right? Got like 500 brands from OXO and Cuisinart, Sonos, Airbnb. You can even register for money for fun. So like when my husband and I went to Paris for our like working honeymoon, we got, you know, money to go to the Louvre and you can you can make it cute and not make it look like you're just asking for money you can be like oh we want to go to this thing but then you just get the money and you can do whatever you want have i said too much i don't know that's that's real talk so to start your free wedding website and also get 50 dollars off your registry on zola you can go to zola.com artist ceo that is zola.com artist ceo so z-o-l-a dot com slash Artist CEO in all caps. And this is going to be to get your free wedding website started and get $50 off your registry. Just do it. It makes your life a lot easier. I know from experience. Now, back to the story. We're making it. Like, we're making it. We're, you know, hitting our budget. But barely. I don't like that feeling. Whereas last year, we just had this, like, cushion. We just floated because things just exploded so fast and we were growing so fast and we could barely keep up with it and our revenue was far exceeding what we could even (laughs) keep up with spending it's not the same anymore we have so many internally focused projects we're doing our own rebrand and we have a million into internal development and operations pets that we can invest in and just trying to get our together. So Shannon's obviously having some trouble readjusting after the play, but are things really going that badly? I mean, they're meeting the budget. She just isn't sure how she's supposed to feel about that. The numbers, the unemotional objective numbers, and they demonstrate that we are just exactly coming out even. So... Is that a good thing? <laughs> Is that a bad thing? <laughs> I guess it's good in that, you know, we we inflated our budget to accommodate these things and everybody's getting paid and we're coming out even, including all of these investments we're making in the business. But on the other hand, it leaves no wiggle room and no profit so that's not good I guess (laughs) I mean I don't know makes me think about what is the point of a business you know do we need to be making profit on top of my salary paying everyone's vendor salaries our expenses investment in the company and investments in savings and I mean we do have a cushion in that regard what what comes after I mean it would be lovely if we were growing at whatever percentage we did but I don't know am I am I a horrible business person is this gonna go out live to a public audience and people are going to be listening to this saying oh my god I can't believe that she said that 
she's like a really bad business person. Everybody who runs businesses knows that it's all about the profit. She must be really bad at her job. But I'm asking this in honesty. At the end of the day, if you've taken care of yourself and you've taken care of your business and you've taken care of your people and you've taken care of your bills, what's wrong with a balanced budget? What's wrong with coming out at zero, knowing that part of that budget has built into it growth? I mean, that's a thing, right? I don't have to answer to shareholders. I don't have to answer to numbers on my IPO. I am the shareholders. <laughs> and if we're fine with no dividends... Sorry. Try to ignore the rustling that's about to happen. Again, Shannon is getting into bed, staring at the ceiling in the dark. Heck, man, I'm fine. I just bought a house with my true love in my hometown, right across the street from my bestie of 20 years. And all of my people are being well compensated as best we can and are being given interesting, challenging work and as much as possible support in professional development and growth in their career and camaraderie and team spirit. We give our clients quality work at relatively affordable prices, if I may say so myself. We're in the middle of birthing some really beautiful creative projects. Some of them our own rebrand and other of them really rooted in the art and craft that we do best. My ambition is fierce. My ambition is deep. And it's hungry a lot of the time. But it also, because it's mission-driven and not profit-driven, it, it, it doesn't lie to me about what's important. It sounds like she's doing a pretty good job to me. And even though she's tired, this feels like a turning point. A casting off of vague notions of success and claiming her own true self. A claiming that I also heard in this next recording, after I took her to visit some of my relatives-in-law who aren't artist CEOs, but are San Francisco entrepreneurs. Okay, I'm walking down Pine Street. No, I'm on California and Lion. And I just dropped Carrie off at her relative's house and we had a little chat and he, he is the CTO of a startup in San Francisco and um, I met his lovely family and um, walking back from San Francisco and seeing other people who are dressed so smartly and I'm wearing my like nerdy baby blue felt beret and strange green camo-esque pantsuit <laughs> and my rain boots 
And I'm just, I have these moments where I sometimes see myself, and I've always felt like this, so I know that it doesn't have to do with age. It's like, I'd just be like, I really am not with MI. Like, there are the cool kids, and there are the people that are on trend, and there are the fashionistas, and there are the people that, like, they're just with it, you know? And I, and I'm just not. <laughs> oh. The thing about being an artist, I think, is that you're really in tune with your own tune. <laughs> you're, right? You're marching to your own drummer, and you hear your own voice, and you have your own style. And for me, CEO or just anything of that ilk is so, to me, attuned to being, right? It's being in the world. It's being part of something bigger. It's, you know, if you're in business, you have to have your finger on the pulse. It's being very in the know. And I definitely must be an artist CEO and then I'm creating my own version of a CEO because just what only an artist would do because I just don't feel like I fit into this crazy wonderful place. New York is so big. I don't have that problem often but occasionally when I meet people in publishing or fashion, finance, entertainment, running around town they're so important everybody needs them. It's pretty wild. I actually just really like creating and coaching from my apartment. They're wonderful people, but I just feel so out of touch. Like, I don't have really cool, big tortoiseshell glasses and thigh-high suede boots with jeans in a San Francisco apartment that's probably $5,000 a month with a two-year-old and a stay-at-home dad who's a CTO wearing flannel and a beard. Like, that's a thing. People do that here in San Francisco. And <laughs> I guess it's sort of like an alternative life that I could have seen myself live. And instead, I took this crazy winding path and I found my way to my beret that I bought in Spain and my camo pantsuit about to drive back to Berkeley to pick up my wonderful, quirky artist, professional man himself, and we're going to drive up to Sonoma County and stay in our little hundred-year-old house with a silly little garden and make lasagna. I don't know what my point is. Just that life is a trip, man. <laughs> life is a trip. Isn't it though? When I first met Shannon in person at the team retreat, she was wanting to find a place to put down roots so badly. And now she has it. Life is different. And I'm a completely different person since then too. Uh, Carrie and I talked about, right, I'm rewriting this belief that nobody listens to me and that I have nothing to say if I'm me. And then I want to rewrite that to believe that if I'm just myself, that I'm inherently interesting and valuable to other people. And that I have something worth saying. And that I have 
something that is helpful and of service to them. For me, just being in the flow and being myself. And I hope that's true because it's really fun to be me. (laughs) I love being me. Can I just tell you? It's like a lot of fun. I have a lot of fun when I'm not, you know, struggling and having an emotional, you know, existential crisis. It's like, but that's just what you do when you're an artist. That's what you sign up for, right? Right? (laughs) But the rest of the time, it's a bag of tricks over here in Shannon land. And I have so much fun when I just let myself be myself and live this wacky life warts and all, losses and joys and pains and sorrows and the whole shebang, the whole shebang. And I don't know, San Francisco, I feel like you've gotten less fun. You've gotten way cooler. You are way, way more hip than what I remember. But you're a little bit less fun. I think you've started taking yourself a little more seriously. I think you've gotten too focused on money and success and status and ego. You're great. I'm not, this isn't a criticism. You're, you're totally cool and wonderful for someone else. But you know what? I think I, I, I see now why we broke up. It's because we wanted different things. You wanted to move on and run with the cool crowd. And I just wanted to march to my own quirky drummer. And I guess this journey is about me trying to figure out how to not just let my freak flag fly, but how to... Let all parts of me fly and all parts of me come out without having to think about whether or not it's kosher or uncool or gauche or appropriate or... I just think there's got to be something valuable in the journey, isn't there? Before you get to the end, before you know the end of the story... Before you have the summary, before you get your unicorn funding, before you make a bajillion dollars, before you sign the check, before you take it to the bank, before you die, there's something wonderful in the not knowing Isn't there something wonderful in the no idea and the chaos and the confusion? Yes. Yes, Shannon. This is so beautiful. This is what it means to be an artist CEO. The second that branding loses the artistry, ugh, it's the day I want out of branding. Oh, fun. I enjoy myself in coming up with something that has never existed before, pulling it out from the void of the creative news, watching it come to life and unfold and unravel, 
and then being amazed when it was totally different and better than what I could have ever expected. And that's exactly what I'm finding that stirs me. The two-year training program in universal health principles has begun, and it's taking me places I never expected. In the work, I get to tune into people's bodies, making metaphors and explaining where communication, awareness, and new consciousness wants to flow. UHP is the first thing I've done that feels as wonderful as it does to write a song or a poem. Could doing sessions really be my life? It feels so right. In Shannon's world, things start to come together. House of Who gets a new logo, finishes some big client projects, and even launches the first version of this podcast. Yeah, we released a pilot season before doing the full show this go-around. Here's the team celebrating. Cheers! Cheers. <laughs> to a beautiful logo and to on-duo and to... Artist CEO. Artist CEO. Artist CEO. It's been yeah. a big week for who. Yeah. Yeah. Big week for who? Big week for who. Woo. Cheers to that. Woo. Okay, one more time. One more time. <laughs> many more of these. I like weeks. the colors that we've got. I thought you were going to psychoanalyze us based upon our choices. I could. <laughs> I, I have no doubt you could. Exciting, right? I mean, the logo is beautiful. And just an aside, Analyzing one another's choices as on-brand or not is definitely something we do when we get together as a team. In fact, we'll play branding and identity games like deciding what dessert best represents each of us and why. It's totally dorky and a lot of fun. And it's nice to see things start picking up again. In particular, things are really starting to move. I got invited to do a speaking gig after someone heard my podcast. And I'm just having more work come in all of a sudden and getting more leads, like people actively handing our name to someone else or actively referring us, um, which happens, but suddenly it feels like it's happening more. And um, it'll be interesting to see where this crazy journey goes. What's going to happen? Nobody knows. Could I have predicted that Shannon would burn out and take a one-month sabbatical off work in August to bake fruit tarts? Maybe, but probably not. Could I have predicted that work would be sparse in the fall and she'd be tempted to pull the plug on the whole business? Definitely not. Or that she'd stop taking acting class, no longer finding the same connection to her old community she once did. That she was going to get invited to speak at South by Southwest. That she'd spend the summer traveling Europe while running House of Who. That even though 2017 barely broke even, 2018 was huge for the business and the team would find themselves getting paid to make art together and have gin and tonics in Palm Springs. And that she'd start to find a sense of peace in her journey. That yes, it is possible to be a businesswoman and an artist. And the most important thing isn't having a successful business or being recognized as an artist. It's about loving who we are, living from our truth, no matter where it takes us or how weird it may seem to others. Dear listeners, I give you Shannon DeYoung, an artist CEO. Artist CEO, check-in number 37. Do you like that? Do you like what I did just there? (laughs) 
I've decided that instead of putting the date, I would just put a number, like the number of my check-in. And then I could do something fun like number 537, number 2,620, number 5 million, two, okay, I'm done. The story maybe didn't end up how she expected, but it feels just right. Next time, on our last episode of Artist CEO Season 1, and maybe ever, you'll hear what happened when the newly liberated Shannon came to visit me in Brooklyn. Subscribe now so you don't miss it. My name is Carrie Lowe. You're listening to Artist CEO, co-produced by House of Who and Miller.co. Music is by C.F. Watkins at cfwatkins.com. Follow us on Instagram at at helloartistceo and visit our website at helloartistceo.com. Till next time. <laughs>